Can everybody hear me all right? Go ahead and throw up your emojis down there, heart with the plus sign. Beautiful, thank you everybody. If at any point you can't hear me or my guest, you can go ahead and leave the space and come back and that should correct the problem. I'd like to welcome also all of my streamers on timcast.com. Thank you for being here and thank you for subscribing and being a member. My guest today is Alex Rosen. Alex, you wanna introduce yourself? How's it going, how's it going? Thanks for having me on. My pleasure. Can you tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do for a living? Yeah, so basically uh, what we do is we catch online child predators by usually posing as a minor online and we travel the country nationwide, um, 23 years old, started doing this when I was 19 and I started traveling when I was like about to be 21. And uh, yeah, we also do like when I'm home in Houston, uh, I do some political trolling on the side. And um, as y'all probably saw with the Hillary Clinton video, um, I still like to call out predators even when I'm not uh, decoying one per se. So yeah, that's what we do. Awesome. So I invited you onto my space when I saw your video um, of you uh, asking Hillary Clinton about her husband. Can you tell us just that story, how that all happened, what went down, what happened afterwards? Yeah, so basically, um, I got a, so I'm signed up for all the alerts uh, for Sheila Jackson Lee's campaign. For those who don't know who she is, she's a congressman from Houston, Texas, and her whole shtick is basically um, reparations and black power and all that while giving uh, a lot of our money to white people 5,000 miles away in Ukraine. Um, it's a really good grift she has going. She's been a congressman for, I think, 30 years, and um, she's running for mayor in Houston because apparently Houston isn't turning into Chicago fast enough. Mm -hmm. So she's trying to expedite that process, it seems like. And yeah, so I get all of her alerts. I've crashed one of her events before. And then I got a random text message that um, Hillary Clinton is going to be speaking at one of her events. So I was like, all right, well, there's no way I can't just go F shit up. So um, yeah, so I've always wanted to like, you know, obviously ask a really like hard hitting question, like not just about, um, you know, Ukraine or you support this, but you say this, but calling out an actual politician who has a very, very uh, big tie to like a known pedophile. Mm -hmm. So I took that opportunity and, um, you know, I have a pretty loud voice. So, you know, when the time was right, I just asked the question. And what I always do at these events, like I'm Hillary wasn't the first event I've crashed uh, of a politician. I always like to uh, sit down on the ground and just let them drag me out or just to make shit difficult for them. And that's mm -hmm. what I did. And it turned out to be a really uh, funny uh, incident. Yeah, definitely. So what ended up happening after? Did you just get kicked out and it kind of just went away? Or are they trying to press charges on you or? Oh, no, no, they're not trying to press charges. There's like nothing remotely uh, criminal I, I did. But uh, two, well, no, one Secret, one secret Service agent and one uh, HPD detective tried to stop me outside. And they just both told me they want to get some information. And I just basically told them nicely to piss off. And I was just like, yeah, man, I'm good. I'm going to be out of here. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was the end of that. Great. You have no Secret Service agents tailing you. You're not on any lists. You seem to have avoided. Uh, I hope not. I mean, I'm definitely <laughs> on a list at this point, but like, I hope I have nobody telling me. Yeah, uh, we're probably all on the same lists. I totally get it. Right. So, can right. you can you tell us a little bit more about the work that you do? Like, maybe a story that about hunting a specific predator, or uh, how you do what you do, and kind of go into detail on that. 
Well, yeah. So um, a lot of you guys are probably familiar with To Catch a Predator. and That's where people pose as minors online. Somebody goes and confronts them, blah, blah, blah. The police come and arrest them. We do it a little bit differently. Obviously, we don't have uh, NBC's funding. Uh, that, you know, Chris Hansen has, like, we're not like a whole TV show or anything, but we do post our videos up to rumble.com. So if you just go to rumble.com, which is completely free, um, and just type in predator poachers, P-R-E-D-A-T-O-R space P-O-A-C-H-E-R-S, you'll be able to see a lot of our videos. But um, recently, um, another way we're different than, like, to catch a predator is we don't only pose as minors online. Like, we go undercover as pedos as well, and just people that are like, oh, well, I mean, I like the same stuff you do, and we get info that way. Um, also, so recently, um, there was an individual in Iowa named Kevin Cook, and he hasn't been arrested yet, but he's under investigation. His devices are taken. Who we saw on a pedo group. Um, it was like a, not like a group chat, but it was like a page on like, you know, like a, a Facebook page would be like about cars or something. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much that, but about young girls. And, you know, we were trying to see if he had any of the apps that we know, uh, people like to share child porn on and he did not have facebook signal or whatsapp or really anything else so we were trying to find something an angle here because we saw a picture of him and his daughter um as his as his profile and we're like all right well obviously if some guy's on a pedo group with a picture of his daughter there's something going on Mm. here so we went ahead and messaged him first and we were like hey uh do you play with your daughter haha and he's like uh yeah, are you near Iowa? And we're like, yeah, we live right by Iowa. Like, we, we go anywhere, so yeah, we can be right by Iowa. And he invites us over, thinking we're a pedo to go, you know, play with his daughter. Oh and God. obviously, yeah, she's six years old. Oh. And he tells us in the messages, like, yeah, I've taken some pictures of her, and I've done some stuff with her as well. And we're like, oh, okay, great. So he invites us over on a Sunday. And, you know, obviously we didn't want to go over when she would actually be over. He's like, I get her back on Sunday because he has like a shared custody with the baby mama. Mm -hmm. So I knocked on his door on Friday and I told him like, hey, Kevin, it's about some of the messages online about your daughter. He's like, oh, God, he starts breaking down. Mm -hmm. And he basically gives me a whole bullshit story about how he how he's trying to go undercover just like we are and Mm -hmm. catch pedos as well. But, you know, I poked enough holes in the story to where, you know, I was asking about his work schedule, his wife's work schedule, all of that stuff, to where basically his daughter would be home at the exact time he invited us over. So obviously if he's trying to use his actual six-year-old as a quote-unquote decoy, that doesn't make any type of sense. Of course he's trying to actually pimp her out. So, um, you know, he's saying like, oh, he didn't actually take any pictures or touch her, blah, 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 blah. But uh, slowly but surely we undid all that bullshit and he ends up... um, he ends up admitting to, in fact, molesting a six-year-old daughter and uh, producing child pornography of her. So, um, you know, he was so broken down at that point that when the cop came, when the cop came, it was a really small town, it was in Jewel, Iowa. Mm-hmm. When the cop came, you know, he was just crying and he admitted it in front of the cop. He's like, I molested my daughter. And um, yeah, so they have a shit ton to use for the investigation and I hope he gets arrested soon. Oh my God. That, I don't know how you do things like that. Like just being a mother myself of three daughters and hearing a story like that like my stomach is in knots that poor poor little girl like thank you for exposing that work and stopping that I mean I hope that she recovers the best that she can from something as devastating and scarring as that but oh my god Ugh. yeah, people yeah I think it was gonna yeah I think it was gonna get a lot worse um, 
from what it was. Like, he was already doing stuff, but I think he wanted to definitely take it to the next level um, sooner rather than later. So, yeah, I'm glad thing, we stopped it, too. The thing about these these creeps is it's like uh, an addiction where you need more and more and more, and you need to get more and more fucked up every single time you do more and more. So, you know, his next thing was probably pimping his daughter out, and, you know, God only knows what other stuff he'd want to do to that poor child so i mean i'm glad at least he admitted it because he was such a scumbag and a broken human that uh i'm, I'm glad that he was that fucked up where he admitted it for sure doing yeah like it, it, it took it took a little bit like you gotta bluff him sometimes because i was like dude we already looked through your phone i already i already know there's the pictures on there mm-hmm. and you know if you're convincing enough with it he's gonna be like oh fuck okay it's the phone at my gaming store yeah he owned a gaming store too which he invites gay hey, that that dude is it goes a lot deeper than his daughter, I would guess. But, oh, God. Yeah. So, um, do you usually, are you usually able to get these people arrested? Is there usually enough evidence where you can, where, where the cops will arrest them after you're, you've exposed them? Absolutely. There's there's also a lot that don't get arrested on the spot that are just currently under investigation. But, um, you know, I did like a little just kind of counting our videos that we have up. Like recently, it's about, I think, half get arrested on the spot and then most of the other half go under investigation very few just nothing happens but um we get we do get a lot of evidence on them like when they're admitting shit in front of the cops and they're broken down enough i mean the cops have to at least seize their phones Mm -hmm. and you know do something after so yeah we have a pretty good track record i mean at this point we have an arrest in 43 different states um the only arrests we don't have the only states we don't have an arrest in is uh rhode island vermont uh maine and massachusetts which those two states should be coming soon because we caught some pretty bad child porn guys and they the cops have their phones so just whenever they're ready to make that arrest mm-hmm. and then um shoot what else uh, south dakota montana and alaska and but everywhere else including hawaii we do have an arrest oh wow including hawaii so you went all the way to hawaii and caught some pedos there we did we did <sighs> wow awesome i mean great that you're catching them i'm just i just hate that they exist altogether. um would you like to do a q a with some of the people in the audience Absolutely. All right, cool. Okay, guys, if you have any questions for Alex, whether it's about uh, dragging Hillary Clinton or some of his work uh, protecting kids, you can go ahead and request to be a speaker down there at the bottom, and I will make you a speaker. And then uh, when you're ready to ask your question, you hit that heart with a plus sign, and all the way off to the right is a hand. And uh, just go ahead, raise that hand, and I'll know that you're ready to ask your question. So I'll give you a minute to figure that out. So where are you based out of, Alex? Houston, Texas. Houston, yes. Texas. From this swampy shithole. <laughs> cool. And uh, what are the chances of Sheila Jackson Lee actually winning out there? Um, she's going to be the mayor, whether she wins or not. If you catch my drift, um, mm-hmm. she's very well connected in Houston. I don't think she'd be running for mayor if she didn't know she was going to win. I mean, I, I see there's there's this guy running against her named John Whitmire who. I mean, apparently he's like less less left than Sheila Jackson Lee. I mean, they're they're both just such fucking piece of shit. But yeah. um, he he's like a I guess he doesn't treat his staff badly and uh, has an IQ over eighty, so maybe he'd be a better choice. But um, <laughs> I see more John Whitmire signs. Uh, but again, I I just think that Houston is just full of idiots, and they're just gonna vote for she she Jack. Yeah, a lot of these states are unfortunately captured um and we see it like arizona's been captured tennessee they're trying to capture georgia they're pretty much captured they're they're trying Mm -hmm. to get these states and turn these states because a lot of these were were once swing states and you can tell that what they're focusing on but if they catch if they capture texas 
it's it's over. I mean, that's the electoral college. It's it's over. Um, there'll never be another like Republican president after that. Like that's why t uh, Texas is such a big target. In order to do that, they need to capture the cities, all of them. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it definitely doesn't help that um, every Republican we elect in a high position, they just want to lose. I mean, obviously, you see people like Charlie Kirk and, you know, not not even um, there's a bill called like HB 288 Arizona that would have been all paper ballots. And then, you know, they're trying to get like Charlie Kirk and TPUSA to promote it. And they never do. And, you know, obviously, the whole Republican state legislature doesn't promote the bill. So, you know, all these people, they want to lose. I mean, mm -hmm. obviously, you see Trump, too, like keeping Ronda McDaniel, endorsing Kevin McCarthy. I mean, all these Republicans really just want to lose. And, you know, it's just a, it's just a mega grift that they do. You know, I mean, obviously, like, obviously, Trump knows that all the legal fees aren't going to help any January Sixers. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it, it's literally like the Harlem Globetrotters versus whatever team they're playing. Like the Harlem Globetrotters are always going to win. Those are the Democrats. Mm -hmm. And it's just a, it's literally just controlled opposition. It's just a grift for uh, money. And, you know, it's just a false hope. But, um you know, it's, it's really a shit show. Uh, both sides are uh, want to fuck us over uh, in different ways. Yeah, I uh, fled a, a blue state with my family um, last year and came to Florida. So um, I, I believe that the way forward is strong states' rights. So if, yeah. uh, if, if you're living in a state like I was in Massachusetts, if that state no longer reflects your values and it's captured in the way Massachusetts is, where it's never turning back again, get out of there just go to a state that reflects your values and help build that state into um a, a better state because uh you know my state was lost unfortunately and it's sad because it's so beautiful there and there's so much history but mm -hmm. what can you do at some point you just gotta realize and kind of give it up all right let me take a couple of these questions here uh youngster yeah. skamor oh hi jacqueline why don't you go ahead and then youngster skamor yeah. Hi, I am just now getting acquainted, Alex, with your work, and I saw the Hillary Clinton video. Uh, you know, my first question, I'm wondering why anybody cares what she has to say anymore. Been there, done that, there's nothing new, right? Moving on. Right, right. Um, but I am really impressed in hearing that, you know, you're, you're all over the United States doing this very important work. And I'm wondering, since, you know, I'm new to your work, how are you funding all this? I mean, do you have a company? I mean, where, where, how do you do this? Well, um, we don't have any uh, mega sponsors like any um, companies that really sponsor us, but we just have a lot of... Uh, we just have a lot of people that give between five to seven dollars a month and they're the ones that propel us to do everything so you know when you see some idiot in handcuffs in you know bumfuck washington or something uh that's because there's tons of people that just give a little bit every month and it adds up and we're really 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 extremely grateful for those people and they understand the work we put in and yeah do you have a nonprofit? i mean how does a person donate to you um, no, we don't even have a nonprofit or even an LLC yet. Like, I still got to figure all that out. Like, I'm, st you know, I'm still pretty young, so I'm just, you know, kind of figuring out the whole, you know, kind of ways to work around stuff or whatever. But um, if you want to contribute, um, you know, it's not tax, it's not a tax write-off, but you can go to our locals page, which is linked on our rumble so basically go to my bio um you can click on rumble then there's a red join button right there by follow and if you want to give like between five to seven dollars a month there's an option to do that and that would be super super appreciated oh, okay and you know i have a a very strong background in in nonprofits and becoming uh, public service organizations so you know if you want to dm me later or something maybe i can help 
Yeah, absolutely. Shoot me a message. I'm still trying to see which what direction I want to go with that. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I'll definitely message you. That sounds yeah, great. Well, good for you. Good on you. Really glad to see you working at this. This is uh, all appreciate right. it. It's very important work, and that's that's good. It's good to make these connections and spaces like that. So I hope that um, you know if this is the way you want to go, that Jacqueline can help you, Alex. Uh, let me see. Uh, anybody that wants to help, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, youngster Skamor, go ahead. Hi, thanks for uh, taking my question. Can you hear me all right? Yes. Yep. So as somebody, um, by the way, Alex, I'm not uh, very familiar with, or I ha wasn't familiar with you until I saw that video. Uh, great job, by the way. Thank and you. I joined this space uh, pretty late. But um, even as someone who hasn't looked into it that deeply, it seems like there's just an abundance of evidence about uh, child trafficking, um, you know, regarding the Epstein Island, uh, all this stuff from incredibly influential and uh, powerful people um, that obviously are not facing justice. And I'm wondering what the path, and of course, there's also, you know, tons of active disinformation about it from the top down in our society. And I'm wondering what the path is to actually bring justice to these people and or is that question one and the same as completely recapturing our republic well um i definitely think there needs to be a whole overhaul for sure but you know i'm 23 i don't have that much wisdom or knowledge truly but i mean i just think people have too much false hope and figureheads i mean you know uh, people think that some billionaire buying twitter is just a magical win and you know everything's fine because we can talk about the vaccine now but you know we just have too much faith in man not enough faith in god and you know we just rely on everybody else to do something and i sit around and do nothing so we should do, you know, say Trump wins in 2024, you know, if he's actually about it, what we should do is we should we should pressure our politicians to release the Epstein client list because I guarantee you nobody gets in, nobody that's running for office is going to do it. But if we put enough pressure on them, like as in everybody, that's all that we talk about. Eventually, they'll have to do it or else they'll just look like total knuckleheads. And I, and I, I don't really think that's what we got to do. Like, we can't just be complacent. We can't just say, oh, it's only the Democrats. We Every time we have a Republican office, that's when we need to go even harder with the protesting because they're supposed to be representing us. We need to we need to go hard on, like, Trump, Trump Jr., and just say, look, man, release the client list when you get back into office if you do. Like, shit like that needs to happen because we, we, we just get too complacent when we have just a slight win. Like, you know, if people think that, um, oh, my God, um, Alex exposed Hillary Clinton and Epstein, not an expose anything, like, it, you know, now other people need to go do it like everywhere she goes you need to be questioning her about it question hillary everywhere question obama everywhere like everybody just keep the pressure on them as peacefully as possible make them uncomfortable in that regard like this is not going away you can't ignore this you can't pretend this isn't happening we know about it we're just gonna blast it out you know safely of course like i wouldn't right. advocate to push back on them like maxine waters or anything so right right yeah so cool, thanks. Uh, let me see, Skeet, go ahead. Yeah, thanks for uh, letting me talk. Um, so I had kind of a question. My mom grew up in uh, Texas in the 60s and she said she remembered a story of a woman who owned an orphanage that would literally snatch kids up off the street and sell them out of her orphanage to sex rings. So I was wondering, do you think 
orphanages play a huge role in that and do you think it's becoming more prevalent today or we're just hearing about it more well as for it becoming more prevalent today i don't think there's a higher percentage of pedos on the street than there was um you know 30 years ago i just think the internet's a double-edged sword um where, you know, on one hand, we have a decoy account on this app, and we have over 80 pedos talking to us. But on the other hand, how many of those pedos have actually just abused kids before? Probably most, if not all of them. And, you know, it's kind of a way to bring them out and expose them because, you know, we have someone like someone like Kevin Cook, who was just abusing his daughter, creating CP of her, that would have, he would have never been caught doing that if it wasn't for the internet. But, and you know, like I said, he would be doing, he, he would be doing it anyway if it wasn't, he would be doing it anyway if the internet didn't exist. So I don't think it's more prevalent. I just think it's easier to spot it out. And the drawback of the internet is that now, instead of only offending when they have a kid in their site or, you know, once a month, a couple times a year, they can offend 24 seven by just going online, talking to a kid or viewing child porn or stuff like that. So it's really, um, double edged, but yeah, I don't think it's more prevalent. And, um, as for the orphanage stuff, yeah, that shit definitely goes on. Like, I, I said in the space yesterday, um, we caught this guy named Newell Vandergrift in uh, Tyler, Texas. Um, he's currently out on bond, but um, we caught him two times in, like, two months. He didn't get arrested the first time, but the second time they did arrest him. And he just... He what he would do? He he moved from Pennsylvania. He ran and he ran. He was a foster dad. Like, he had countless kids that he fostered, and it's just... Uh, yeah, you can just imagine what happened to them. So I'm sure that was replicated many times. Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. I appreciate it. Thanks for letting me ask a question. Absolutely. Of course, Thanks, man. Steve. Thank you. Uh, Nate, go ahead. I just want to take you back to the moment right before you said what you said and just go over like what emotions you were feeling. Like, was there uh, any questioning at all? Like, were you, did you think you almost could chicken out or not? Uh, no, I wasn't, I definitely wasn't gonna chicken out of that. I mean, I was, that was, I was 100% into it, but yeah, my heart was definitely racing. Cause it's not like I was just confronting some, uh, some cuck who, you know, just there to lose like Beto O'Rourke. It was just like this person, <laughs> I mean, the, the hit list is definitely a real thing. Um, yeah, it definitely felt like we were going up against like the state champion um, in football or something like that, because that's like a big time person to go just say that to. But yeah, no, there was no way I was chickening out at all. All right, thank you. Uh, Jeremy, go ahead. Yes, now the question is that related to 2016, when some of us are pointing out that the two main candidates for president from both the Democrats and the Republicans were the most implicated and apparently compromised by the Epstein-Maxwell network, being both Clinton and the obvious relationship of Bill Clinton, his White House to Epstein, the the uh, airplane trips and all that, but also Trump in terms of the deep relationship in New York City with Epstein and then down into Florida. And so I'm, I would wonder whether, Alex, whether you're willing to uh, go to a Trump rally and confront Trump in terms of the uh, rape allegations against Trump and Epstein, uh, credibly by Katie Johnson. And if anybody hasn't actually read them, they should, because they're very specific and very disturbing in terms of a very brutal rape 
of a 13-year-old girl by Trump and Epstein and then where Trump goes and threatens her and her family if she ever says anything and then throws a $100 bill down on the bed for a potential uh, abortion. So are you willing to uh, confront Trump uh, at a rally in terms of his Epstein connections? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, people like to bring up that Trump like, oh, but he threw Epstein out of Mar-a-Lago once. Okay, well, that that's such a crock of shit because the, the obvious answer is people just want to say that because because they just can't take the evidence right in their face that Trump and Epstein were friends for years. And Trump absolutely knew what was going on with Epstein and... I don't know if he went to the island, but he definitely flew on the plane. You're not flying on that plane. And, you know, shit happened on the plane, too. I mean, you know, that's a known fact. And, you know, uh, people saying, like, yeah, Trump likes him young, letting Epstein and his beauty pageants and all of that shit. I'd absolutely confront Trump on that. And I think and I think too many people are too busy calling, like, these le- leftoids, which they are. They're, they, the left is a cult, but they're too busy not aware they're in a cult themselves, just defending Trump at every single turn, despite the obvious Epstein connection. So, yeah, I'd absolutely confront Trump about that shit. Are you familiar with that the the allegations against Trump and Epstein are not in terms of Florida and the airplanes, but they're about the Wexner, Les Wexner supplied brownstone where it had all of the audiovisual compromise recording uh, technology already installed. And then you know who else is connected to uh, Les Wexner is Vivek Ramaswamy. His, his companies were backed by a Wexner front company. His wife works for a Wexner um, medical uh, uh, service in Ohio. And uh, so this, this connection, not only to the airplanes and the Lolita Express in Florida, but also to the Wexner Brownstone in New York City is where the, the allegations of child rape against Trump uh, uh, originate from. Are you aware of the information on that? I can send it to you if you want it. Yeah, please send it to me. I'm not aware of the information on it, but obviously, I mean, if Epstein quote unquote committed suicide under Trump's administration, and and then if Trump, you know, he's an outsider, but he never released the list. I mean, yeah, obviously, because if he if he wasn't a part of that shit, if he wasn't actually Jeffrey Epstein's friend, he would have released the list. So I mean, that's just common sense. But yeah, send me those details because I think too many people have their head up their ass with that guy, and it's fucking annoying. All right, thank you, Jeremy. Uh, let me see. Um, Shy, go ahead. Hello, Red. How are you doing? Thank you so much for inviting me in. I've been listening absolutely riveted. You can't have a space that says why Giles wouldn't go to Epstein Island 26 times <laughs> and then not invite me. Are you crazy? <laughs> so, look, I don't know. By the way, Alex, ginormous, no touch hugs you great big diamond you <laughs> and um you don't know who i am this is why it's making me giggle if you knew who i was then you'd be really grinning your ears off at the moment <laughs> but anyway i thought i'd tell you this i worked for a little tiny while for the police i agreed to put a whole bunch of cameras all over me and go back to my childhood abusers who hadn't seen me for years and didn't know what I looked like and secretly recorded them so that they would giant grass themselves up. And I did it. I actually got fitted up with all the cameras from the BBC head to toe. I was crapping it. And I had to promise them, look, whatever happens, whatever he does, whatever they say, I'm not allowed to kill him. 
which I thought was mean, but I did agree to it because we were trying to protect some very little kids. So I've gone in there and I've stood my ground and I've asked the questions I've been asked to ask, bearing in mind the entire area is covered with, you know, people staring at them with cameras and what have you. And he did it. He suddenly lunged at me and grabbed me between my legs. I nearly fell through the floor. Right, right, here's my chance. I can now come through the crap out of him, beat him up in all the ways I've always wished I could. And then um, I just sort of calmed down and realised I wasn't allowed to do that, that, that there was a couple of little kids kind of really relying on me to not do that. So I grabbed my breath, turned around, walked out, got into my car, got around the corner, stopped at the side of the road and heaved up over the side of the road, which, by the way, the BBC filmed. Aren't they lovely? <laughs> anyway, we got the film and all of them went to jail. And they have since they've been released and died. They passed from cancer. So the story is that the being part of that crap destroys you. And I'm a phoenix, a very well-known phoenix. Um, my abuser's abuse did not make me strong, mate. I was born this strong. They just tested that strength and fucking lost. <laughs> but listen, there's loads of Alexes out there. You ever get a chance to help them, please help them, because they make the difference between the light and the dark for people like me. I'm going to shut my mouth and say thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much, Shai. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad you are a survivor. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Beautiful story. Uh, let me see. Jessica, go ahead. Hey, Alex. Um, I've seen your work on InfoWars, and I just want to thank you for all you do. Um, you know, when 89,000 kids are missing, and our government possibly has something to do with it. It's very alarming. So I, I just, it's, it, 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 this lifetime is all about the children and saving the children. I'd like to know if you are going to um, ask others to join you. And if so, how would one go about doing that? Uh, join me in what way? Help you, help you out in the field. Well, as for in the field, I mean, we're pretty stacked on people who are decoy. I mean, we have like too, way too many predators to handle anyway. Like, I mean, th this coming trip in the next two weeks, we have like 30 people on the list. I mean, we're not going to get 30 people, but that's just some people we can potentially get. But, um, you know, I mean, what, what, what I do, what we do, it's not, you know, we're, we're not superheroes. I'm like a fat 23-year-old. I mean, anybody can do it. I mean, if you go on a dating app right now, and go on face app you know make yourself look like a teenager or a kid you're gonna get tons of people just hitting your line wanting to meet up so you know us personally we don't need any help in the field right now but i mean i'm happy to i'm help, i'm happy to help people get started if they really want to okay thank you thank you thank you um dagan go ahead hey what's up guys how you doing good how are you uh, all right, I'm all right. I'm just catching myself up on it. Um, I see, uh, I'll have to respond to a text message. Yes. Um, yeah, I see what you guys are talking about. Um, Redhead, I've, I've, I've seen your content before. Um, cool stuff. What's up to everybody else on the stage? Um, so, I, uh, let me see, I have four daughters. Fifth one on the way. Um, I'm someone who's 
like I was saying that this stuff was going on like way before it was like coolly possibly accepted as like widespread normal belief. Um, I'm sure many other people on here have the same uh, experience there or, or not, whatever it is. I'm just like as an average dude, you know, like I go out, I look at things. I'm very big on situational awareness and especially around children and like people that shouldn't be around children and like, you know, kids have a level of innocence to them and a level of creativity and a level of like magic is the only thing that I can call it. You can't really recreate. And it's something we kind of pull away from as we get to be adults. And I don't know, man. I don't know about no Hillary. I don't know. I can't go to any of these events, man. I just, I don't know, man. Somebody, somebody's got to go. Like that's, I don't know what to do with any of this stuff. Yeah, no, I you mean, gotta, you gotta go. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, uh, everybody. Unfortunately, society is way too soft. Like every shit. I mean, I'm too, I'm too soft for them. Like I, w- I wish you know we could just pummel them, but unfortunately, um, this isn't oh, the fifties anymore. Mm-hmm. No, you totally can. You're just gonna get an assault charge. It's, it's really not a big deal. If you don't have priors, you get away with it. Um, you know, you might have to go do a couple months or something. But it's uh, you know, I just I don't know. Like, how do you? Like, how do you go about combating this, right? Like, I get the, I see a lot of people, I, be, I believe that's yourself, doing, like, the decoy setup, camera thing, blast them on the internet. Great. I think that's great. That's a great deterrent to stop people. But, like, what is the, but, like, when you get to, like, the real, right, because up top here, we said, why'd your husband go to, like, when it's, when it's all your favorite politicians, the ones that you like and the ones that you don't like, and the right. ones, you know, they all have dinner together, bro. It's a big club. You're not a part of it. I've Absolutely. Been Absolutely. thinking that way for a long time. You're like, vote for this guy. Vote for that guy. Bro, they're all doing the same shit, bro. Like, you know what I'm yep. saying? Like, when they go to dinner on a guy's island where it's known for fucking kids, I don't, you can't give me a reason like, well, this guy was only there because, nah, 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 bro. Nah. <laughs> like, uh, like, what do, what, do, what do we, what do we do with this? Like, I just, I, I, don't, I don't even, because, like, truthfully, I, I, like, I had to put my soapbox away for a little while because, you know, I started to look crazy. And now it's just widely accepted as, like, just it's just regular information. You're like, oh, yeah, no, we all know about the guy in the island. And, oh, that guy didn't kill himself. Yeah, we all know. Yeah, no, no that's normal. It was just like, okay, what's next? What did, like, Kim Kardashian do or, you know, whatever, somebody no you're absolutely right i mean that's i mean even even us i mean we're just we're just numb to it i mean the fact that we aren't just going batshit crazy that um hillary clinton uh hillary clinton and her husband well i'll just say bill you know i don't want to uh, make any allegations here have gone to epstein island and yeah i mean the fact that we're just in a twitter space talking about it rather than you know taking another route really says a lot about what what happened to the country but I, I, yeah, it's 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 really hard. It's really hard to find a, a good answer. But I, I don't know. I just think I just think from it should probably just start local. If I if I had a guess, I mean, you know, in in the end, like say we catch a predator who is abusing two kids or his own daughter. I mean, Bill Clinton wasn't abusing the daughter of the guy in Iowa. That guy was. So, I mean, if we can just word it out of our communities and just have that attitude of, like, we don't stand for this shit at all and just build stronger communities, I think, you know, maybe we don't just topple the government or whatever. I'm not saying do that, you know, at all, right? But, um, 
just disobey what they say, just stop listening to them, stop paying attention to them. Because we only give them power if we just have faith or have any trust or even have hatred to them. We just give them power if we do that. You just got to mock them and just really don't listen to them and just take care of your own community first. That's the best answer I can give. It's not perfect, but I, that's just my guess. I don't know. That's, that's, that's nearly perfect, brother, because that's really the, you know, the, the true answer to most things is that, like, you got to be the change you want to see in the world, right? Because, like, I can't control anyone else's actions. I can really only control my own. But, like, with things like this, when you're talking about protecting innocence, like, uh, to just be – it's tough, bro. It's tough trying to, like, wrap your head around what the what the things are to do. But, I, but, but I, you know, in your own home, in your own community, you absolutely do have a say in it. And a, ch- and, a, and a chance to make real change and keep an eye on things, and I guess that's that's kind of what I do, man. So don't be a weirdo around any playgrounds when I'm there. Cause I'm... Thank you, Dagan, and I wish you the best with your uh, baby girls and your baby on the way. Uh, let me see. Uh, Wick Tapo, go ahead. I think that uh, a lot of parents in here need to be aware of uh, what social media apps, um, not just YouTube, uh, Live, or TikTok, or things of that nature. They need to be aware of um, the Meet Me apps and things like that for meetups and these Discord apps that are underneath the undertone of YouTube because it creates these forums for uh, corruption and illegal activity inside of the youth. And as a person who used to (coughs) do bad things in Houston, with a bad past, I can assure you that they rent places out, that they use these apps to get your kids to, to come party and do drugs. And uh, you can pretty much go on, just for example, like a Meet Me app and find out profiles, get drugs, find out about (laughs) kids, all that stuff. So I just want to say, be aware of what apps your kids are using, even Rumble. No, absolutely. I, I keep really close eye on my kids. It's hard. You can't really protect them, especially as they get older and become teenagers from a technology, but you can monitor what they do for sure. And you can develop a relationship with them where they understand they can come to you for anything. Um, and that's important to have those lines of communication open with your children. Yeah, absolutely. I went to those clubs that they rent out for the weekend in off West Hamber in Houston mm-hmm. and I can assure you that it's not just criminals in there they have people also that law enforcement are in there yeah. Jesus Christ that's, that's, that's alarming and scary uh, well thank you for, for that warning a lot of parents do need to become more involved in their children's lives for sure and to make sure that they're, they're, they're being safe and that they're making good choices so thank you for that and another thing too if you're if you have a kid, you know, if you're a mom on a dating app with a kid, don't post your kid on your profile picture mm-hmm. at all. Um, we caught we caught a guy recently uh, in League City, Texas, which is like 30 minutes south of Houston, and he's under investigation right now. The cops took his phone, blah blah blah. But <clears throat> so this subscriber reached out to me. She had me on Snapchat, and she told me that this guy. It was literally on the Beat Me app. Is why I'm bringing this up. This guy, you know, is basically told her his kink is going to a park and masturbating and yeah and you know i was like i was like wait wait wait, don't block him don't block him don't block him say this now say this and i was coaching her for like a week on what to be what to text him and in that span he said that he wanted to 
he said that he wanted to do stuff with her. She's 23 and her three-year-old son um, together. And she had her, she had her three-year-old son posted up on, on the app. And, you know, so we get to interviewing him in person. Um, He admits to watching pornography as young as infants. And he said that he, basically goes for single moms online that are posting up their kids and he said and i'm sure he's done shit in person too but they only admit to so much and he said that moms have sent him pictures of their naked kids for his own pleasure oh and God. i mean he, he targets this shit so yeah there's people like that too and yeah if you want to see that video it's posted up on rumble it's predator poachers on rumble p-r-e-d-a-t-o-r space p-o-a-c-h-e-r-s uh, just type in predator poachers league city uh, like in football league as in football league league city and it'll be there like very telling video and he was only 24 yeah um mothers single mothers especially um your child is 20 percent more or 20 times more likely to be molested by boyfriends you bring into the house so do not bring these men around your children until you know them like i mean until you're like i know this person so well that i'm ready to marry this person that's when you that's when you bring them around your children as hard as that is but um just be very mindful of that because uh, a lot of people are out there with bad intentions for children. Uh, let's see. Sasha, go ahead. Hi, thanks. So um, you asked her why her husband went to Epstein Island so many times, and I think mm-hmm. I can bite at least part of the answer. Hillary Clinton was mentioned several times in Fiona Barnett's Eyes Wide Open, a PDF exposing... CIA child trafficking and their connection to the superiors conducting satanic ritual abuses. And I know that the reports are true to at least some extent because of all the experiences I've made with the CIA, which match those reports. The things described in that PDF are not for the faint of heart, so I'm not going to describe even the sort of rituals. Hillary Clinton is accused of partaking in. But according to that PDF, the Clinton Foundation was front for the trafficking of children, including Haiti earthquake victims. So if all that is true, the risk you're putting yourself in by exposing her like that is substantial. And my question to you in this regard would be, are you aware of the risks and how do you deal with them? Well, um, you know, we all know what happened to Seth Rich and then, you know, what basically you just said, which I didn't really know about. But, you know, in the, in the end, if you believe in a cause, especially a cause like, you know, stopping pedophilia or at least getting pedos away from kids, then, yeah, there's going to be there's going to be some risk to it. I mean, unless we just live our lives playing video games and watching pornography, um, if there's some shit you believe in, uh, there's absolutely going to be a risk involved. And, you know, I tell myself, it's not just with Hillary, but even with just the pedos that we go confront, um, I'm just living with the fact that some could very well go after me. Um, some could pull some really fucked up things in front of us. And we just, we just live with that. We just got to keep working hard and just... You know, hope for the best. I mean, that's that's really what it is. I mean, we all believe in this thing, so we're just going to go do it. Okay, thank you very much. All right, thank you. Thank you. Um, Mima Ganda, go ahead. Mima Ganda? Sorry about that. That's okay. Uh, first off, Alex, you want some king shit. Keep it up. Thank you. Um, 
Yeah, no, straight up. Like, you take some balls. I'm glad you played them good with the I Have Autism hat and LGBTQ shirt. That was fantastic. I much approved. Um, and then the, the other gentleman that was speaking earlier, uh, like, I'm an IT security professional. Don't ever give your child any app that has chat. Straight up. These people are fucking sick. Anything like I like I only let my kid play DOS games. I'm not even kidding. Like anything with a chat mechanism, there's probably a pedo on the other side. That's all I got. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely right. great advice for sure. Because that's how they and they they they'll get in there with the chat mechanisms and they'll act like they're a child, like your child, and then that's when they'll start asking them questions, including where they live. So it's very important to be mindful of that and just uh, watch what your child's doing all the time. All right, let's see. Moder um, I got, a, oh, I got a question. I'm not sure how to put my hand up, though. Okay, uh, yeah, go ahead. So on that list, uh, it shows initials of, what was it, JG, like a bunch more times than Clinton. Uh, who's, who is JG? I think the other one was J, JM or JB. Well, you know. my initials are JG, but it wasn't me. Sure about that? <laughs> I'm talking about, though. Like, On the list? Uh, yeah, I'm, your, I'm not sure who that profile, could be. Alex, that one of the, the lists of, like, the Epstein flight log or whatever, you posted, like, all the other initials uh, was... Uh, um, who, who was that person? And then it just blatantly says, like, Bill Clinton on, on their party. I don't know because I don't always post on my own Twitter. Me and my friend both uh, have access to it. Um, okay, I'm reading it right now. Whoever it was, they JG, yep. way more, more times than uh, Clinton. Yeah. Basically. JG. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's so many. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. All right, yeah, I just wondered if maybe anybody knew. Mm, I'm not sure. Thanks. Thank you. All right, let's see. Nate, go ahead. I think it's funny that uh, our society is based on a book that we kind of don't understand. I'm curious what you think about my interpretation of the garden being that youthful, happy, blissful, excited state that kids are in. And I'm wondering if a simple solution to all the problems we face might be changing society so that adults can be more in that mind state. Because I don't think that minor attracted people are attracted to the physical appearance of a child. I think it's that mind state. And I'm just curious what you think about that, if that would uh, solve some of our problems or not. <clears throat> No, I think it's a, I think it's a combination. Um, I think, and that's why I think that AI child porn is such a stupid fucking idea, because you know it's not it, like with, from what I understand when they're watching these porn videos of children, it's yeah you're right it's not fully like oh I just like that uh, she looks like this. It's the fact that they just take they they take pleasure in abuse of a child. And that's why. Like, even though they're weird to admit it sometimes, they definitely like talking about what they've done to kids. Like, if you phrase the question correctly, 
um, they'll tell you some shit they've done with kids. Like, oh, man, you were a player, man. All these 11-year-olds were coming on to you. And the guy's like, yep, that, that happened in Virginia. It was just a recent catch-and-go predator poach to watch it. And, um, yeah, I, I really think they like the power dynamic, and it's not just the appearance. But on the other hand, I also do think it's – I do think an appearance plays a role in it too because there's also um, – pedo, there's pedos who only like underage girls. There's pedos who only like underage boys, and a lot of them like both. So, yeah, it appearance really plays a part of it because if it was only, oh, I just like it because it was a kid, then they would go for any gender. But some, some specifically like only underage one gender. So it is a combination, but you're right. It's not only the looks. Do you think that it's deeply abused people that just because it is a rule in society that they get a kick out of breaking that rule? Oh, yeah. Lots of, lots of them have told me that it's a taboo that they like of this. But, again, I don't think that's the only thing. I just think that's one of the things. And, you know, a lot of them have been abused as kids. I'd say it's probably about 50-50 on who we confront. But I, but I do think I do think it's genetic too because uh, a lot of people that follow the channel and you know that uh, support us financially too, a lot of them were abused as well as kids, and that's the last thing they would ever do to a kid is abuse them. So they they hate that shit. So I, I think you know it is the environment, and I think they're just genetically predisposed to be able to do that because no matter how many times you know I've been sent dick pics from predators, I still don't like men. But um, you know, say that happens uh, went to them when they were a kid, and then later when they're an adult, they want to do that to a kid again. I think they were just born to be able to do that. Maybe what happened to them as a kid brought it out, if you follow what I'm saying. Do you think that because we live in such a punishment culture that the fact that they know that if they do come forward, they know that they're going to be in deep trouble, so they have that fear of coming forward, and that makes them go even deeper into the darkness? No, I don't think a lot of them have a conscience about it. Um, the ones that do and have not abused, I, I actually do encourage them to come forward because, yeah, I, I would say I don't believe they can be helped, but, you know, let people know you're a threat. You know, do, do the right thing. It sucks, but let people know you're a threat. You know, I, I, don't, I don't think thought crime should be punished. Um, you know, if you just have this attraction, but you don't watch any child porn, or you don't act on it. I don't think thought crime should be punished. That's just you're born fucked up and just tell people you are, you know, be take that extra step. I mean, it'll it's, it's the right thing to do. But no, I, I don't think that punishing them or rehabilitating them would stop. I mean, the amount of people that we've caught that were taking sex offender courses to rehab them, do it literally just doing it right after they leave the class. So, for example, we caught a guy in June in Possum Lake Kingdom, Texas, or Possum Lake, Texas, Possum Kingdom Lake, Texas, named Adam Salinas. Uh, he's, I think he's uh, in jail. He might have bonded out again. But he was, a, he was a sex offender, and we caught him right after he left his sex offender counseling class because he was messaging who he thought was a 13-year-old girl. And then he told us that he's, like, been watching child porn for, like, 10 years, you know, watched stuff of toddlers, all that. There's, there's no helping them. There's no rehabbing them. Um, we caught another guy named Fred Hendricks in Oregon. He's currently in prison right now. He's going to get out in 2024. It's fucking Oregon. It's a miracle. He even got sent more than a year. But, um, you know, he, he, he was taking uh, sex offender classes as well, and he actually got upgraded to being the teacher to help out other sex offenders kind of get past their thing. So, no, no, they're never going to stop doing this. The only thing that stops them is putting them in a cage. Then once they're out of the cage, they're going to do it again. And, yeah, it, it's, it's fucked up. They only need to be locked up for life on their first offense. There is no... Josie, can I say one more thing? Yeah, sure. I was just going to say there's no rehabilitation for sex offenders. If you're a sex Never. offender and that's what you are. It's like rehabilitating yourself out of being a, uh, you know, a straight woman. Like, it, it, there's just no 
this is what you are. You are a you are a what, and you are a sex offender, and there's just there's no rehabilitation for it. It's just what it is. I totally agree. Like I get where you're coming from, but I I hope that we could come to some kind of a different solution. And I just want to make one more point. Mm-hmm. If you look at someone like Mike Lindell, an ex-drug addict, I'm not saying he's a pedophile. I'm just saying that that experience, what he's been through, he has an opportunity because of what he's been through to talk about the ins and outs of it and help people from not going down that same road. I'm just wondering like, if there could possibly be a potential for these people to like come out with that and speak to people and try and like come at it from a different angle. Because I don't think this punishment culture, I don't think it's doing us any good. And the definition well, of insanity is doing the same things over and over, expecting different results. Well, no, no, it's because we're not punishing them enough. I mean, I just told you that. I just told you that Fred Hendricks was literally te- like one of the heads of the sex offender rehabilitation class, and he was messaging who he thought was an eight-year-old wanted to come over and fucking rape her. So, I mean, you know, if, if this guy who you know claims he learned it, you know, getting his life turned around, and he was getting his life turned around. He owned a mechanic shop. He had a really good business going for him, but he could just not break away from just being a pedophile. He had second chance but now i mean he's i mean he's gonna get out again soon but no these people there's there's no learning from these people if you harm a kid you should just you should just go to jail for the rest of your life i mean it it is it is that simple that's not a crime that should be taken lightly and no mike lindell um telling people about his drug addiction isn't the same thing as a pedophile because a pedophile is genetically predisposed to just like children mike lindell isn't wasn't born a drug addict he wasn't born with those genetics but uh, unfortunately these pedophiles were and if anything born with a lack of self-control so no mike lindell um telling people to stop inflicting harm on themselves is different than people who have inflicted harm on other people telling them to stop doing it to other people because it's just not going to work it's not the same thing josie can i say one more thing uh yes one more thing I'll go down the list, I swear. <laughs> so there's a, there's a scripture, it goes, um, it would be better for those who take the innocence away from a child to tie a millstone to their neck and drop and jump into the ocean or something like that. Mm-hmm. It is an unforgivable sin because they're making the choice to stomp out that light in a child. They're taking away that youthful innocence. And I think that is unforgivable. So Correct. I do agree, there needs to be that punishment. But I think if it was a twofold thing, like they're gonna get punished bigly, and also have the healing aspect to it too. I think it could be a different way to go about this. That's, that's it. I'll go to listener. All right, Raise you. your hands. There, there, there is, there is, there is no healing from it. That's the yeah. thing. They're never going. They're never going to stop. I mean, we caught a guy. We caught a guy in Washington, and I, I mean, I have so many examples of this. We caught a guy in Washington State, Tacoma, named Gene Clywer. He lived all the way in Ritzville, which is near Spokane. Anybody who knows Washington State knows it's like a five-hour drive. Um, he drove five hours to Tacoma to go pick up who he thought was four kids. He told them, he told, uh, you know, us posing to, to destroy our, not destroy our cell phones, turn off our cell phones so they wouldn't be pinged and he wanted to kidnap these kids. He was 79 years old and he was on the registry for molesting his two-year-old, I think family friend it was, a two-year-old. They're never going to stop. It's, it, they're just not. The it's thing so about it, they're, you had mentioned it, they're, pre, they're, they're genetically predisposed. On top of that, a lot of them were molested as children and then go on to be molesters themselves, you know, because the, that's just the way that the cycle works. But they're, it's not only an addiction. It, it's not only an addiction. It's also they're biologically, it's a biological urge on top of being an addiction. So, so that's why it's not as easy as 
rehabilitating like a heroin addict, you know, and they can go on and never use again. It's not, it's very different. The brain is different. The chemicals at play are different. Everything is different. And that's why there's no cure. Right, right. I mean, you know, one of the people that edits my videos, he's a former, former alcoholic and I never have to worry about him being on any type of substances ever. Like he would, you know, when I met him, he was already over it, but you know, back in, back in the day he was, but, but you never hear a situation like, Oh yeah, no, my partner, he's, he's a former child molester. He's a reformed now. It's, just, <laughs> it just, it's not practical. It doesn't work. No, there's no reformed child molesters. Um, Ultra MAGA, go ahead. Thank you, Alex. Thank you for following me back. I sent you a, a request the other night and you said absolutely. You know what they need? They need all of these pedophiles need to be boiled in 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 uh, French fried pickles. We may agree well, with that, but we do. can't endorse that on this space. No, 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 but but Alex knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, practically uh, the code word. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I know what they you mean. They all need to be French fried in pickles. That's <laughs> all I want to say. I love you, Alex. Thank right, you for thank following you. me back, bro. Of course, man. All right, thank you, Ultramaga. Okay, next speaker, um, moderate to severe. Go ahead. Hey, how you doing today? Good, how are you? Good, I'm really enjoying the space. I know that sounds weird since the topic is so unpleasant. All um, right. Uh, two things, uh, I've heard a lot of people say, well, what, what, what can we do about it? And Alex was saying it's, it's along the lines of uh, think globally but act locally. Um, I just want to remind everyone, you, you probably have a sheriff's website in your county that does have a map of where registered offenders are located and of course we do not advocate you trolling them or going after them or doing anything but at least be aware is somebody living in my neighborhood is someone living near my school um, i live in a very christian conservative area and these are some serious mama bears in my neighborhood and they know they're on top of that map they know whenever anyone moves in that's the first thing they check is that person on the registry mm -hmm. um so that's something that you can do um as far as you know I don't know that we're all supposed to be predators or, or not predators, but you know, some of us should be out there like Alex going into the woods and hunting the wolves. But I, I feel like most of us are charged with being sh good shepherds of our sheep. Um, not all of us are, are cut out for going out and attacking these guys and taking them down. I mean, Alex has got tremendous courage to do what he does. And um, could I do that if I had to? Probably. But I also have, you know, I've, I've got to take care of my own shepherd and that's, that's what's on my heart is just take care of my kids and wherever I am, I'm always watching out for kids. I'm always got my radar on, you know, is anything suspicious with anybody's kids? If I'm in a parking lot, if I'm at a, if I'm at a Braves game, if I'm in a Walmart, is anything going on that's weird and, and be ready to step up to, uh, to make a difference when, the, if, when and if the time comes. Um, but I did have a question and I'll, then I'll let, let you guys go. Um, my, my nephew and his wife are involved in the foster care and, system and, and they're great um they've had foster care they've actually adopted one of the kids out of the foster care system but i ask them a lot of questions about it because this clearly seems like a system that could be abused very easily um i do not trust the state that they are doing proper vetting of people who are applying for 
foster care, especially when money is involved and you're actually getting paid to take kids into your home. So Alex, mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you, what can you do about that to make sure that the foster care is not being abused? Gosh, me, me personally, that's not something I've gone into really at all. Um, I mean, we've caught people that were foster parents and we caught a, like Newell Vandergriff, who I was talking about earlier, who fostered kids his whole life and abused them. And then of course, um, well, not of course, uh, this, uh, this last this last space I was in, this guy in Indiana, I mean, he was in a foster parent, but he lived with his foster parents, and, you know, they just took him in knowing he's a sex offender. And his dad is all, his foster dad's also a sex offender, so, you know, you can only imagine what went on in that house. But, um, yeah, no, it's it's a really, it's, it's a really sad situation. I mean, parents just got to, parents just got to step up, and if you have the extra means, I would say, I mean, if you can afford it, be, be, be the reason a kid doesn't get abused or risk getting abused in the foster system. I mean, if you're willing to adopt, I mean, that'd be, that'd be a great start because it's not like we could just overhaul CPS right now. But, yeah, I would just say stepping up, stepping up if we can. But, you know, I know shit's tough for a lot of people, most people for sure. Absolutely. Thank you for your, your question. Uh, Starry Knight. Um, yes, I just wanted to say that, um, wasn't there a picture going around of Sheila Jackson a couple of years ago, and she had on the earrings that had the FBI pedophile logo on it. Did y'all ever see that picture? I did, actually, yeah, I did. I, I, it's just a bummer I got it sent to me after the event, but yeah, I did see it. Yeah, and, um... And it, I mean, it was just a little crazy because, you know, Hillary Clinton is there and then, you know, the whole Epstein list and all that. So they really, really stick together. And I also wanted to say, because there are some people that are making like um, talking about God and stuff. And the reason why the children are targeted the most, in my opinion, is because they are the most innocent and they are closer to God. And... um there's three words I always kind of think about. Like, I always think about the word devil. And whenever you spell the word it, and you break it down, it's like developed ill or ill-developed, right? Mm -hmm. I also think of the word like Illuminati a lot. And it's just like, okay, we'll spell the first three letters in that word. And it spells ill, right? And then there's also another word in the Bible that's dragon. Well, what do you have coming out nowadays with all the children, the drag queens? So I just just wanted to just say that. That's it. <laughs> that makes sense. I, I believe I believe this is biblical. I mean, these people. I mean, I, I don't put it past them being devil worshippers. I mean, I, I actually bet money on them actually being devil worshippers. I mean, we have this uh, we have this former rock band. Well, I don't know, former rock band, but I guess he's retired now. I'm not going to say who it is, but um, they follow the channel. They, they don't live too far from me. Uh, they don't live in Houston, but they just live out in Texas somewhere. And uh -huh. they were a very, very famous band uh, in the 80s. And, you know, I'm not going to say who it is, but they were like, you know, if I were to say who everybody would know them or, you know, everybody over 30 would know them. And they were telling me that they got invited to a party in Beverly Hills. And this is before GPS and all that shit. And so luckily, luckily the driver didn't find the car, find the house, but their porn star friend invited them to the party. And 
the next day, she, the porn star friend calls him and is like, oh, I'm glad y'all didn't come. There were kids in cages at that party being used as sex objects. And, you know, after, after that, like, you know, my, my, fr- my friend just, you know, completely cut him off, cut the porn star off. Like, you know, we don't want any part of that shit. And, but that's very, very real. And like, yeah, I mean, that, 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 that's past just being a, you know, you like little kids. I mean, that's just satanic shit right yeah mm-hmm. it is and also like cannibalism like you put the word Cain and Abel together and you got cannibal right there also oh, that's a really good point yeah. yeah so you hear like you know about these parties you know like the Hollywood elites and they have these parties and they're doing spirit cookings and um you know there's also you know there's also stories of a lot of children you know being there and you know these horrific you know stories coming out of things going on there so um that's all i wanted to do just leave y'all with you know a couple of those words and um just remind everybody if y'all can find that picture of sheila jackson with the pedophile um earrings um i know it's out there i've had it i'd probably not have to go back and dig it out of my computer but i know it's out there all right thank you starry night <laughs> thank you thank you uh robert go ahead uh, hi. Hey, hi. Alex. I wanted to, I wanted to congratulate you on um, on having the balls to to uh, confront Hillary. I don't know if, it, uh, if anyone else in the chat knows. Or, I kind of felt like we alley ooped her because it was like a day before, a, a, cu- a couple days before I I I did the intervention and I got on the. Oh, that was you. Yeah, that was me. Oh, God bless you, man. That's freaking yeah, badass. No, yeah, I, I saw yours and I was like, man, they. Uh, they, they treated me pretty well. <laughs> you, uh, it was, I mean, obviously it's fun. It's, it's crazy that you got dragged out like that, but it was kind of hilarious too. The, oh, it was, your, I mean, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just like, um, yeah, it's great to, to see that you have, uh, you have, uh, good spirits about it. And I want, I want to congratulate you on the work that you, that you've chosen to do. I didn't realize you were so young. Um, but I do think that, um, well, I, I would just say that the, the, the question of the, the sort of social illness of uh, pedophilia that's obviously pervasive in our in our society and our and especially in our culture um, and the, and particularly with regards to I think in a general sense the sort of this sort of um, milieu of images that we're constantly awash in which are also hypersexualized and stuff um, the the problem of pedophilia is very close to my heart and and I I I guess I want to say I'm sympathetic to your guys's sort of hypothesis that that this that a lot of this stuff is genetic and that it can't be cured Mm -hmm. Uh, and and i just want to kind of try i guess my my one thought is and i think it's sort of the connection between what you brought up to hillary and the connection of what i brought up to hillary is my understanding of how is maybe a way of thinking about it in a way yeah thinking about it in a way that is potentially um you know slightly a more comprehensive understanding is like what what is what actually is this evil in the world? Um, the the same because I, 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 I genuinely believe that it's the same evil that is leading um, people in America to rape children. I, I genuinely believe it's the same evil that's causing um, uh, you know a certain assortment of of military contractors to carry out uh, a genocide that is largely affecting children in Gaza right now. Mm-hmm. And 
obviously once once you sort of bring it to that higher level it's harder to to actually pin it down and a lot of what a lot of the conversation in this space has been really action oriented and I, I can definitely appreciate that side of things but I guess I guess what I would like to contribute to the conversation is my sense is that you know when you when you think about oligarchism I think what it basically boils down to is is a is a is a an understanding of the self as somehow um, not not bound in with the moral laws that are that govern mortal existence and that you when you have that when you have people that have um, you know control over weapon systems and things like that well then they're going to carry out war uh, for their own you know satisfaction and they'll also you know go to islands to do their raping or whatever and then of course you can have that same mentality all the way down to the lowest social strata and you just end up with a plain old backwoods pedophile or whatever and i guess i just i just want to urge people to consider that that when when you're thinking about this the, these evils that are harming children in america i really i i genuinely think that we have to find a way to to bring it to to bring the to bring the conception to a higher level where we're actually where we're where if we can if we can find a place where we would have the least hypocrisy in ourselves um, to actually call out this evil, I think that would bring us the closest to a unified perspective about how to actually um, address some of these things. Because this because the oligarchs that that ha- that have totally stolen the American economy, what what's happened is that they have deprived the American citizenry of the ability to work for their own general benefit for the general welfare. You know, and our money is basically just this kind of mm-hmm. coupon that we that we can use to satisfy a certain pleasure or whatever. Yeah, do you have, have a question, higher... Robert? Uh, no, I mean, I guess the question would just be, um, how do how do we get people to keep uh, standing up for these important things? Mm-hmm. And I and I really appreciate what you uh, what you're doing. Absolutely. Well, um, people, DM me after this. I want to get in touch with you. But people need to just watch what we did and replicate it because nobody wants to be the first one to jump into the pool. Nobody wants to be the first one to jump off a cliff. Um, well, I, you know, I'm not saying I'd ever jump off a cliff, by the way, um, Hillary. But nobody wants to be the first one to do that. And, you know, if people see, see what we do, they can replicate it because everybody knows that, you know, everybody can appreciate what you what you said to Hillary there, that she's like a warmongering piece of shit who just takes all of our money and spends it to kill kids. And everybody can appreciate what I said. Like, yeah, why, why is her husband and probably her going to the island so many times? But nobody wants to be the one to ask it. They just sit around and wait for somebody else. And that's why I think that's why I think like the little bit of leeway we have on Twitter to talk about this stuff, it could be just a trap because it's like, oh, we can talk on Twitter now. I could talk about the vaccine. We win. Um, people just need to know that the, the Internet's not real life, that, you know, yeah, I mean, it's entertaining as fuck that I got dragged and like, you know, they ripped off my gay pride shirt. It's, it's funny as hell. But they got to understand that's also real life. And I was also asking a serious question and that, you know, if you care about the future, if you don't want your life to just be living in a pod pornography and video games, then it's going to take getting off your ass and doing something. And yeah, I mean, there's definitely an evil in the world, but I think, you know, I think God gives us free will. You know, I could be definitely wrong about that. It could all be pre-planned, but um, I think God gives us free will. And, you know, I think, I think, um, you, you, you know, just kind of saying, oh, but what's happening with them is they're just, there's an evil possessing them. No, I, I just think these motherfuckers are evil, and we just need to realize that these people aren't 
you know, they, they look at us as just meat, you know, and we need to look at them as these are our opponents and they're just some evil motherfuckers. We have to win and actually do something or at least make them uncomfortable. And I hope people get that memo from watching our stuff. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I, yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree. And I think the more that we can both take action and, and articulate concrete proposals in terms of, you know, like the American economy, for example, or legislation for actually dealing with pedophiles, different things, concrete things that American, like you said, exactly like you said, the internet is not real life. You can, you can use the media to draw attention to something, but at the end of the day, people really do have to enter into their own lives uh, with, the, with all of the fear and, and risk that that entails. Yeah, it's like, it's like they're mocking us. Like, oh, you, well, it's like it's all like it's all like Hillary refuted what you said about you, you know about the old intervention and taking the money. It's not like she's still like she's like, well, you're wrong because this that, and that. No, she she basically just like she said, yeah, go fuck yourself. And, and that's what they do. It can't be a go fuck yourself. Like if enough people ask, they're at least going to have to answer, or maybe just may uh, probably the libtards are never going to wake up. But maybe just maybe enough normies would wake up that don't know about any of the sides or any of this going on. And they'll be like, holy shit, I don't agree with. This. You know, you know, that's the thing, but, you know, we're at square one still. We're at square one, and I swear to God, voting for Trump is not going to take us to square two. So, um, you know, I'm not saying don't vote for him. Do whatever you want. But I'm saying just, you, you know, hoping that Trump wins so everything can be fixed is not going to be square two. It has to come from us because in the, in the end, we're the ones that have to do all this shit. Trump's going to be fine no matter what. Hillary's going to be fine no matter what. We're the ones that need to make it good for us. So, yeah. Definitely. I Strongly agree. Thank you, Robert. Uh, idea, go ahead. Uh, thanks, everyone. Um, I find the uh, the lack of a rehabilitation solution kind of an interesting topic. And as I understand it, uh, psychedelic therapies have been really beneficial for, say, uh, soldiers with PTSD. And since, as I also understand, many of these pedophiles may suffer from something similar from abuse at an earlier age, does anyone know if psychedelic therapies have been tried potentially as a solution uh, for this issue? Thank you. That I don't know, but yeah, if we're I'm giving like sure. 10-year-old like hormones and shit, I mean, fuck it, why not? <laughs> you know? But um, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if that would, I don't know if that would work, but you know, if, if a pedo is really feeling, I mean, be, the, non, the non-offending, like the ones that offend already, they should, no, no chances for them. But the non-offending ones that really just have an attraction to kids but have not acted on it, yeah, I think they should be science experiments if they mm-hmm. want to and try that. I, I, I would hope that could uh, work, but I, I mean, highly doubt it would. Castration does have, um, does, does have some benefits when it comes to um, some of these pedophiles, but, you know, we got a bunch of pedophiles sitting in prison right now. I think that they're perfect to experiment on when it comes to these hormone therapies and see if their urges go away or not. Yep. Mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta just do a two more that I gotta dip out of here. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. We'll take, we'll take these next two hands. Then I have Dominic and then Ross. Dominic, go ahead. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. And it's good to talk to you guys. I'm Dominic uh, from Tennessee, and I've been following you for a minute, Alex. I mean, God bless you. You're so awesome. You remind me of a a buddy of mine's older brother. And so I I automatically looked up to you, but what you do is just so amazing. And I have some legitimate questions for you. I like what Idea said about um, the different type of therapies that you could potentially use for rehabilitation. And I like to argue against not against or for, but uh, the idea that 
these are a little bit more nuanced than whether or not somebody's, you know, born with it in many of the cases, I'm sure. And, you know, I, I do want to put more of a focus on asking you, what do you think of the subtle influence that pedos have in the media? And if you think that uh, there is there any room for reform there where, you know, we know they're in bed with the CIA and the, and the federal government. And we're not sure if, um, you know, there can be anything done in that sector because they push a lot of that stuff. If you look at Family Guy when it was incepted and the stuff they put out now or American Dad or some of the other stuff that younger generations like us uh, watch, you know, it's it's so bad. And, you know, I was just seeing this other thing on uh, on Twitter, on X, where uh, the guy, uh, Hugh Hefner, was was reading some sort of a documentation from a guy who invented pornography. And the whole reason why it was invented was to proliferate pedophilia. So, you know, how do, how do we tackle that from that uh, social influencing perspective where it's kind of being normalized now, right? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm with, I'm with you on that. Like, I, like yeah, I mean, I, I do think that you need to be genetically predisposed to be able to do it because no matter how much pornography is shoved in my face, I'm still not going to like kids. That's a guarantee. But, yeah, I, I definitely do think that, you know, abuse or environment definitely can bring it out of somebody to be able to, you know, to be like, okay, well, you know, I'm valid in feeling this way or, okay, it is kind of getting, yeah, normalized, like you say. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, there's a culture around it now, entire culture where they proliferate it and teach it and almost preach it, and it's so disgusting. Yeah, 100%. You know, if, if, I, if I was a dictator, I mean, I, I would ban all porn. I think pornography is disgusting, and I think you're a fucking loser if you watch that shit. Um, but, you know, you know, obviously there's too many there's too, there's too many uh, people on both sides that secretly like to watch it and just, you know, beat off all day. And, it's, and it really needs to stop. And I, and I, and I think just Internet addiction, um, you know, just needing that nut to just watch porn. I mean, I, I think it's just so – I think all that shit should be banned. But, you know, that would be that would take some extreme measures, and I'm sure only uh, 2% of people would agree with that. So that's off the table, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah, and I know it's a shame because, you know, uh, we're part of a generation, the millennials, where, you know, there wasn't – we didn't realize porn was doing this to people. So a lot of people got mm-hmm. into watching pornography just because it was there, right? They didn't, they didn't really know. But I don't want to take up too much more of your time, so I, I get one or two more things. Uh, why do you think cancel culture doesn't work on the Clintons? How is it that so many people, grassroots like us, we really care about things like the Clinton Chronicles and the Menophiles and, you know, uh, all, all this other stuff, but we, we can't seem to cancel her the way that some other people can be canceled because I think the only way you can really hurt people like the Clintons is through the purse and through their pockets because as long as they have money, they're going to have power. They're going to have influence, right? Yeah, I think they're always going to have money. I mean, basically, um, what society has trained is that racism is worse than pedophilia or that, you know, saying a mean word like, oh, my God, the N-word is just so racist and so terrible. I mean, but but that's that's what it is, though. Uh, Sexuality and, you know, sexualization is so normalized. But then you have stuff like, you know, saying faggot or something is just so taboo. Yeah. And, you know, and I, and I think it's just turned into like, you know, because politicians at this point, you know, Bill almost got, quote unquote, canceled for, you know, just having a blowjob from some intern. And, yeah, I mean, it's gross. But, I mean, is that like that? Should that be the end of the world? Uh, no. But, you know, people took that a lot more seriously back then. But, but I, I just think people are just so soft and they just uh, have their priorities just so backwards and i think that's a big thing like oh well as long as hillary uh brings him tabasco and you know puts on like a fake uh, black black scent or something she'll be she'll be totally fine because nobody really cares about pedophilia anymore because it's shit's just so sexualized yeah normalized to the point where you know we're kind of yeah normalized yeah 
Yeah, yeah. So uh, one last one last thing I want to ask you. I want, I want to tell you, man, you're so savage getting dragged out. you for the people, by the people. It's so tough. But uh, how do you deal with the uh, the mythical implications of your stature, specifically how we personify you as like a superhero, right? You're kind of like a Christ figure for a lot of people right now. You know, you've uh, gone through the, the struggle to bring the boons of the truth of pedophilia to the people. And well, well, you, you, I just want to know how you, you know, how, how you how you take it. Is it empowering you? And not just that is will there in the future be a place where people can request or seek out help from maybe, you know, an organization that you're coming up with or anything like that, which I know, you know, I, again, I don't want to get too grand with you and make you feel like you have to do more than you're already doing because you're such a good help to society. But well, I mean. To be a superhero, I think you need to be able to, like, fly. And I, I can't even jump four inches off the ground. I mean, she watched me poop and shit. I, I, can't, I can't do it. So I'm really not a superhero. And, you know, another reason I'm not a superhero is the fact that anybody can do what I do. You know, I can. anybody can go up, get, go, you know, pose a fake monitor online and go confront a pedo. And, you know, anybody can drive tie. I mean, if you really want to, you can, you know. I'm just the one to go do it. And, so, you, you know, I... I so you really just kind of stupefied that people are like, why aren't you, why didn't you have this idea, right? Why didn't we have this idea? Well, yeah, it's, it's not stupefied. It's just that so many people are used, are just used to just letting someone else do it. Like, like, and, and that's the thing. Like, you know, I see, I see all these pictures, like, for example, and, you know, the, re the reason why I uh, dump on Trump so much is because everybody knows Biden's a pedo, incompetent buffoon. But, you know, too many people are just stuck in this hero mindset with Trump. Don't look at men as a hero. Don't look at me as a Christ figure. I'm not. I'm not. Trump is not either. Yeah. Nobody is. You cannot yes. rely on these other human beings to get shit done. You have to do it yourself. Be your be your, be your own hero. You need to do it. Like like yeah, it's cool. Like yeah, you you can definitely respect the fact that I catch pedos. Yeah, sure. I don't take your support. You know, if you want to pay me five to seven bucks a month, I'll happily take that too. But in the in the end, you have to realize that I'm not I'm not a hero. I'm not the Christ like figure. I'm not any, I'm not any more special in the eyes of God than you are. It, it just. Um, you, you just have to be the one, to, you know, and everybody has different rules. There, there isn't going to be, you know, three, 300 million of me confronting pedos. Absolutely not. But you got You got to find your role and be a part of it. Whether your role is literally just sharing my videos, whether your role is help is, you know, making your own team where you just decoy and just text the predators. Someone else go confront it. I mean, you got you got to find a role and it contribute something. Not everybody's not, and, you know, take a basketball team for example. Not everybody's going to score fifty points. Um, there's going to be the bench player. There's going to be the water boy. And so, find your role, but don't be a sideline sitter. Is what I'm going to say. Yeah, that's where it's a cultural thing. We as a culture have to take humanity in a different direction and kind of, you know, take about the reins there. So, uh, just uh, to clarify my question though. Is there going to be any way that you're going to – are you hoping to expand at all where you may – people may be able to submit? Like if – because the biggest problem that people may find when they want to do something is like where do I go? Because if I go right. to DHS or DCS, then I might be putting them in a worse situation. So where do I go oh, and right. how can we have more independent uh, organizations that aren't controlled by, you know, the big bads, the power structures, you know, and uh, kind of get that stuff done on a, you know, sure. grassroots level? Sure. Right, right. I, I didn't mean to not answer that. I just, I just forgot that that part was. Sure, no, I'm no sorry. problem. No problem. Um, I'm, so, I'm sorry for being complicated. I just wanted to clarify. Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, we already have situations where people come to us and are like, hey, I have this pedo that I think this guy's a pedo. Can you throw a decoy at him or can you try something? Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Like, sometimes we friend that account and, you know, nothing happens. But, you know, for that situation recently in League City, I mean, this, this pedo was, you know, this 
pedo, you know, this, this lady wasn't online looking for pedo. She was online looking for a partner or something or, you know, for a boyfriend. And she comes across him and she comes to me and we end up getting this guy investigated. But as for stuff like, you know, a damaged kid or something like that, as for us expanding, I'm not sure yet. I'm, I'm, I'm only 23. And all I know is that we do want to keep growing. And, you know, I don't have any goals per se. Like, I don't have a goal of where I want to take predator poachers. But all I know is we got to keep moving forward and keep going day by day. And, hey, man, if we keep growing and working hard, then who knows what the possibilities are. But I will say I absolutely want to be in a I absolutely do want to be in a position, um, whether that's confronting the pedos or whether that's something behind the scenes where we're stopping pedophilia. And if that involves having something for kids where it's a safe area, uh, absolutely. But I, I can't predict the future past tomorrow. Yeah, and I just want to say thank you again so much, and uh, we'll let it pass to the next person. God bless you, and keep up the hard work, boss man. You're doing great. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Appreciate it. Thank you, Dominic. I know you got to get going, Alex, so we'll just take Ross, if that's okay. One more, yeah. One more, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ross, go ahead. Hey, uh, thanks for letting me speak. So just a, a couple, or I guess I'll just say like one thing real quickly. Um, so as far as kind of the normalization of pedophilia uh, has been happening maybe in the last like six years or so uh, I think a lot of it could be because these politicians and media members have been really blackmailed by you know the CIA and people that are using pedophilia as a way to control narratives and control people uh, so to that effect how much do you think that either these people are actually sick or that they are being blackmailed to you know push a certain agenda well, I mean, if you're blackmailed, that means you did some shit. Like, you know, if somebody, if somebody just messaged me, hey, Alex, uh, don't confront this person because we know you uh, molested a five-year-old. I'd be like, oh, wait, what are you, what are you talking about? I go fuck yourself. Like, I didn't, do, I didn't do that. But the only reason they have blackmail on them is because they, they actually did some shit. They consciously did some shit. Uh, and, you, you know, and, and, I, and I think blackmail definitely runs, runs the whole government. I mean, again, I hate to keep bringing up Orange Man, but why do you think he didn't release the Epstein list? He, I mean, if he really had a chance to take down the deep state and drain the swamp like he said he was going to do, I mean, I think releasing the list would be a big, big part in uh, taking down the swamp. But obviously he's uh, probably has some ties to there, so that's why he didn't do it. He probably, they, he probably has blackmail. They probably have blackmail on him. So, yeah, I, it runs deep on both sides. That, like, you know, Republicans aren't just going to magically uh, make it all go. Away. I mean, it's such a pipe dream, but yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I kind of just think, like, you know, the powerful people who have been to this Epstein Island, um, maybe, I mean, I don't want to, like, attribute any, like, good motives to these people, but maybe they were actually there kind of innocently and something, you know, uh, maybe, like, he drugged them or something and then took photos of these people with minors. Something to that effect is like kind of the blackmail I was thinking of, but um, oh yeah, yeah, I believe that goes on too from things that I've heard. That yeah, that 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 could definitely make sense but for control. Mm -hmm. In in the end, if if you're if you're in that position and you know if you're in a position like that. I mean, why would you go to Epstein Island in the first place? <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. I mean why, why would you trust a billionaire Jew in the first place? I'm sorry. I mean, I'm Jewish myself, but I, I would know. I would know to never trust a billionaire Jew. I mean, why would you do that in the first place, idiots? I mean, sorry, sucks to be them. They, they, let's just still be released. Yeah. So, but you you definitely think that uh, you know blackmail plays a huge part in kind of the entire government is what you think? Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I would put my life savings on it. Absolutely. Yeah, because I'm not sure. I mean, obviously, there are a lot of, like, pedophiles who, are, you know, have no power, and maybe they were molested as a kid, and then 
like Josie said, they're kind of just repeating this cycle um, and that sort of thing. So I think that might be like slightly more organic than the uh, higher ups uh, like pushing this agenda. So I think they're kind of separate issues. For sure. Yeah, that that, that definitely is a good point. Mm, Definitely. Thank you for your question, Ross. I want to be respectful of your time, Alex. So thank you so much for joining me today on Spaces with Josie. Um, So where can people find you and how can they support your work? All right, guys, the easiest, best way to support us, it literally takes two minutes. It's, it's completely free. Um, go to rumble.com. If you don't have the app, you can get the Rumble app. Or if you're just on your computer, just go to rumble.com. Uh, many people know Rumble at this point. And just if you don't have an account, make an account. Just verify your email. It's free to do that. And just follow Predator Poachers, P-R-E-D-A-T-O-R space P-O-A-C-H-E-R-S. Um, you know, we're going to be live streaming tonight, like some phone calls to some predators. And, um, yeah, we got a big trip coming up starting November 1st, and we hope to get some people arrested. So, um, yeah, if you want to support us, that's how. Just follow us, Predator Poachers, on Rumble. Um, you know, be, be a part of the reason we can do this. So it would be really appreciated. And thanks for having me on. Absolutely my pleasure. And thank you, everybody, for joining. Uh, and thank you to my live streamers on timcast.com. Thank you for being subscribers. Thank you to all my listeners and especially to my speakers. And thanks again, Alex, for being on my show. Uh, I have uh, another show tomorrow, Shane Cashman. Uh, we're going to do a spooky a spooky cabbage night with spooky stories. So uh, that'll be tomorrow night at 6 Eastern time. Otherwise, thank you everybody for joining. Take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and I'll catch you on the next space.